0: Jelly Trumpet!
1: So this is our bonus track with (laughs) the Wallace drama teacher, actor and director. So you said in our interview, 12 questions in 12 minutes, um, your, your heroine, Emma Rice,
0: and mm-hmm. one of the things
1: Emma Rice is responsible for when she was at Knee High, sadly defunct, um, that mm. hurt a lot of us that Knee High is no more because it's one of the most joyous experiences I've ever had when I was in, at the Arfon Foundation, which is a foundation, a charity that helps writers, and we went down mm. to Barton, and performed in a barn with Mike Shepherd. And uh, yeah. it was just the most wonderful experience. And then I came to do, and I auditioned for your Red Shoes. <laughs> and that was, for me, the most joyous time I've had as a performer. Mm. Because mm. it oh, it was like Nehi. It was very f- sort of family. We created a family in that company. And everyone mm. in that company was just a delight to be with. And we started from essentially wasn't there like 20 pages or something and then you went off yeah it took
0: just to read the story which is essentially a a beautifully written um adaptation of the fairy tale um but to read it took us maybe 18 minutes i think um and then we created about an hour and 15 Mm. plus a pre-show that was that was you know In the the bar and stuff. So for me as well, that was when we're talking about kind of being genuinely creative. Mm -hmm. And again, thinking back to working with young people, that kind of. um, So I'm I'm quite near the beginning of rehearsing a show at school at the moment with 78 teenagers. Oh, it's not all teenagers. Some of them are younger than actually. Mm -hmm. Um, That that sense of um, jumping into the unknown. Which it was because, um, you know, you lot had to, to trust me and I had to trust everyone else that we would create and the barn had to trust that mm. we would create something um, meaningful and something, you know, that was a piece of performance and that people would enjoy watching um, and would be of a high quality um, and not really knowing because um, I'd always, I'd always wanted to work in a much more kind of devising, freer, organic way mm. um, you know, and, and I haven't really been able to do that properly. So no. I, I kind of watch my students do devising, which is what we call one of the things they have to do for exams, where essentially you start with a little stimulus, um, which could be the story of the Red Shoes, and you have to create a piece. Um, but when you're working, particularly, you know, in amateur theatre around here, um, theatres are unlikely to kind of say, yeah, I'll give you two grand, you can do what you like. No. Um, they They want something more formal which i understand mm. so it took quite a lot of persuading for the barn to let us do this in the first place and then as you know uh, a huge amount of persuading for Nihai yes. to let us do it mm, yeah. um and i do remember at the beginning thinking oh gosh right <laughs> they'd actually do something good then now i've done this but yeah it was it was that it was really exhilarating terrifying and um yeah, kind of deeply joyful to know that in every rehearsal we were we were kind of inventing something mm. all the time. So I, I kind of always I never came to a rehearsal thinking I don't know what we're going to do today, um, but I was never sure what the the right end point was going to be, mm. and, and we were asking people to to, to really work outside their comfort zone mm. um and i think for lots of professional actors that would be very scary mm. you know lots of people love feel happier with the structure of um a script and stage directions and and something that they can really see at the beginning and that i i had no idea what we were going to come up with
1: really It um, didn't have genuinely at all
0: i i had a kind of um a visual picture yeah. in terms of the design.
1: Yeah.
0: But things like the, the music, the movement, um, the kind of interaction. Uh, yeah, it, it, it kind of developed, but it had, it had to develop and it had to be made by the people that were in the room. So we, we had to, to do things that, wow. that, so that, that you, we could do and, and, you know.
1: You created something a, lot of, a lot of trust. You know, that's, I think... Was Completely. It. it was like a big playpen where we can do yeah. stuff we <laughs> want. And we'll yeah, do that and we're that, interacting. That. And what I like, I always like when I did physical theatre, when I trained in physical theatre, I always enjoyed chorus work. You know, where you share a stage with people and you're not sure what's going to happen, but you're working together. And so yeah. there were bits at the beginning where we were all looking at uh, Jude, Jude coming in. And everything, and you could see everyone was like attending each other, and being mm. a whole as a chorus. And that, that I think is very difficult to achieve. Mm. And the, the atmosphere that you created from that, you know, the pre-show bit, which was lovely, etc. But walking on stage with my case, and I had, and I put it on Facebook uh, soon afterwards. My shopping list for all the props that I needed, which included four. Rack- <laughs>
0: A suitcase,
1: a bowler hat, a bucket, and a cloth. And I was never (laughs) about 12 things and sort of like, I've got to get this always right, I've got to place this here, etc., like that. And it was such at what point did you think this really works? Because it was very, very well received.
0: Um I think when we got into onto the stage Mm. and Rosemary had kind of created this uh, ooh, bizarre world that was kind of vaguely an old theatre but but also kind of the all kinds of other things around and it felt, it felt like that was a kind of home I suppose um, and we were quite lucky to have quite a long time on the stage mm-hmm. um, yeah and then you kind of I never thought that it wouldn't work if I'm honest well. <laughs> I thought if we get the right people uh, and if we create the right environment mm-hmm. um, and we keep trusting in what we're doing Uh, it will work Mm -hmm. I think I was quite maybe blown away by how well it worked Um, Mm -hmm. and it's it's definitely the thing that I'm I'm proudest of that I've done recently in in a long time I think because I think it was it's 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 the kind of theater that I want to make yeah Um, and I know it was it was good and and sometimes you kind of not you don't trust yourself to be able to say that yeah, mm. you get very British about it and say, oh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Sure. I was like, no, no that was
1: good. <laughs> Going back, just to pick up on Emma Rice, am I I'm right in thinking her theatre company's Wise Children now? Yes, yeah.
0: yes, yes, yes. So,
1: yeah. are there any, uh, because of the, the loss of Mihai hit us all so hard, really, I mean, we've got Emma Rice and Wise Children, are there any other uh, theatre companies in that sort of realm that you know of that you could recommend?
0: Um, I really enjoy the whole immersive style, yeah. so with the kind of punch drunk, where I, I guess in a way it goes one stage further, doesn't it? So um, the the piece is all around you, so you might be in a, a warehouse, and, and you can kind of choose which bit of the story you follow. I think that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I, that's even, I suppose, in a small way, coming into some of the West End stuff with um, Moulin Rouge and Cabaret, where you can kind of be on the stage or, or have a kind of pre-show thing with, with actors. Um, yeah, my students are, are really switched on, are really excited by stuff like Punch Drunk. They love the whole Wise Children experience. Shall I tell you my MRI story?
1: Please do tell me about fangirling no. rise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fangirling, it was awful. So we went to see one of the previews of um, Wise Children. Yeah, it must have been Wise Children. Just as we were starting to rehearse Red Shoes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we went to the Old Vic um, with Rob and and Carol, who had basically I don't know what she'd done. We don't know. Bribe somebody to, <laughs> you know, to get the rights. Uh, anyway, um, and we went, uh, and it was, you know, beautiful. I wept for the last 10 minutes of the show. Um, I just thought it was amazing. Um, came out uh, and <laughs> had a glass of champagne, which may have been my mistake. Oh, dear. Uh, And yeah. then Rob said, look, she's over there. That's Emma Rice. And Carol was like, that's Emma Rice. Let's go and tell her we're doing Red Shoes. no. I was like, no, I can't possibly. Rob said, no, that is Emma Rice, like, it, you know, this is your opportunity to meet your hero, go and say, she's not going to say bugger off, is she? She's, she's going she's gonna to be pleased to talk to you. So I kind of went over there yeah. with my glass of champagne uh, and I was still crying and being completely <laughs> pathetic. Um, and I was like, oh, that was, just, you know, that, I'm so excited to meet you. That was just a beautiful show. Um, you know I'm still crying Uh, and I kind of started to blubber and and then I was saying uh, and we're doing we're doing the red shoes and she was what do you mean what do you mean you're doing the red shoes I was like oh we're we're doing the red shoes and and don't and it would be lovely if you came to see it and and, and thank you for your work and uh, and then you know Rob just kind of hoiked me out and it was very embarrassing and then even more embarrassing yeah I then decided to write to her oh So I got my Minak notepad out and I wrote her this. The first part of the letter was an apology for being so embarrassing. You might remember this really crazy woman who was a bit dawdled, who was crying. Crying at the into the champagne. At yeah. <clears throat> um, and then I kind of gave all the, the information about the show. Uh, and then I did the really kiddish thing where you run out of paper
1: hmm. uh,
0: And and then you write all the way around the outside of the back of your
1: Uh, note, and
0: really shockingly, she never replied.
1: Oh dear, that's a shame. I thought we were going to, you know, some completion there.
0: No, still hasn't happened.
1: Well, maybe. But she's still my
0: hero. Yeah,
1: (laughs) quite rightly. So I must go and check out some more theatre. I've been quite isolated because of things, you know, circumstances. Well, I think that's we come to a lovely ending to our (laughs) chat. Perfect. So I'd like to thank you, Lou, um, drama teacher, actor, and director, for being on Jelly Trumpet. So thank you very much. Thank
0: you.